I thank you for everything. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So there's something I really don't like, and it's pretty serious. I really don't like this, and I've, I'm glad I'm here today to share it and up here to share it with you guys because it's something that bothers me a lot, and it's very uncomfortable. Um, it's waking up early. I don't like waking up early. It's amen, especially to go to work. Mm, it's tough, those early mornings. I like sleeping. I like sleeping. I like sleeping when the environment is, is nice for it. So when, like, it's nice and cold, and you're like, you know what I mean? Not too cold, just nice and cold, just enough, you know? Just enough for you to put a nice blanket on top. You know, like when there's some rain outside, or keeping one foot out of the blanket, one foot in. You know, you guys, some of you know what I'm talking about, just for that temperature balance, right? But imagine with me, you're in this scenario that I just built. You're sleeping cozy, nice, and sleeping in the morning, and then someone comes and boom, switches the light on on you. How do you feel? Mm-hmm, okay. Keep that answer. Yeah, I agree. So keep that answer, all right? So the title of the sermon today is, And There Was Light. Okay? So you know we had a schedule for topics of sermons during the, during the year, right? And today's topic was creation. And Josh gave me a great idea of relating the, the physical creation with the spiritual creation. So today I'm going to get the physical creation of Genesis 1, and I'll just use the first day, and I'll, relate, and I'll relate it to the spiritual creation, right, that happens within us. Okay, and open your Bible with me in Genesis 1, 1, okay? There's no rush. Take your time. Okay, I think that's enough time, right? <laughs> In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay? I want to grab, I don't want to extract a lot from this verse. I just want to grab these two um, words, heavens and earth. And when I, I want to put an idea on them. So when you think of, when you hear him and think of him, you think of this idea. So earth would be the spiritual place that you currently are. So think of ourselves, think of yourself, the spiritual place that you are, okay? So that is the earth, okay? It's the spiritual place that you are right now. And heavens would be the spiritual place that God designed you to be, right? It will be probably the, the peak of your spirituality, you know? Because when God created you, he already had a plan for you. And in that plan, he had your whole, whole life set up already. And in that plan, you were at the peak of your spirituality, right? Yeah, so these are the two words, okay? And before we continue, I want to just clarify something. In John 5, verse 9, it's probably here. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Who is I am? God. Meaning, God is light. God is the light of the world. 
God is light. Okay? Um, have you been used to the darkness lately? No? Yeah, this is some, just something for you to think. I forgot how you call this. Um, yeah, but this is just something for you to think about. Have you been used to the darkness lately? Okay. Going to verse 2. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. Okay, it's describing the world how it was in the beginning. And I know that nowadays, the, word, the world that we live in now is practically the same as the world when it was at the beginning, right? Um, it's empty. It's without form, and it's a very, very dark place, okay, the world we live in. People out there are they're thirsty for, for purpose in their life, okay? And they throw themselves completely in selfish things that take them nowhere, okay? To fill that void, they go to, to fill that void, they, they go to selfish, selfish pleasures, all right? Things that are temporary. To fill that void, they try filling it with anything that makes them happy, you know? Give them a the sense of happiness, you know, and that ends up leaving them, that ends up leading them into more darkness and more emptiness and noticing that it's all purposeless, right? You think, oh, when I get that car, oh, that car is going to make me happy. I'm going to be happy. That's what I need. When I get that beautiful girl, oh, my life is going to be complete. I'm, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be a happy man. <laughs> when you get you think, oh, when I have that good career, oh, everything will make sense. You know what I'm saying? Everything will make sense. Then I'll be happy. Then my emptiness will be filled. But what happens? They keep on looking to the next thing. Next thing. And then when they notice, when they get it, the void isn't filled. You're still empty. You're still, still dark, still in darkness. You're still are without form. And then they run to the things that, to numb that feeling, right? Like drugs, sex, alcohol, hookups, right? Quick loves, pornography, parties, all these things to numb that feeling of emptiness, that void. Right, I, I like to compare darkness to quicksand. When you're in darkness, it's very hard to leave darkness. Very hard to leave darkness, get out of it. And when you're in it, you can go down and go down and sink in it very, very fast. Right? Maybe I'm describing someone that is here today. Maybe I'm describing <laughs> you that is here today. You know, that in the darkness of your room, you access things that you shouldn't be accessing. 
looking at things that you shouldn't be looking at. That in the privacy of your chats, in your social media, in the privacy of your chats, you're talking with people that you weren't supposed to. You're having conversations that you know that you're not supposed to be having and hiding things, right? I was supposed to be skipping the slides, I forgot. Who have you been when no one is looking? Think of yourself when you see these images. Who have you been when no one is looking? Are you just a Christian on Saturday? Go get that nice, pick that nice tie, pick that nice shirt, nice shoes, nice pants, or the belt, and then you go to church, you sing some songs, you feel, oh, I have God now. And then you go home, and then during the week, you go and put songs that basically worship violence, sex, um, money, clout. Are you just a, a Christian on Saturday? You know, I also lived the life that I'm describing right now. And I was that person that in the darkness of their room, accessing bad things. When I went to church, my mouth was clean like soap, but during the week, every sentence that I said had a swear in them. Okay? But the mercy of God took me out of that. The grace of God took me out of that. God reached me out of that, pulled me out of that, and brought me into his light. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm still a bad sinner, okay? But now, I'm seeking change, and I'm growing with God, okay? And you just need to ask. You can have that too. You just need to ask. If you feel that you're in darkness, you just need to ask, Lord, take me out of this darkness. Lord, I don't want to hide my face from you anymore. I want you to be the person that you planned me to be. Ask and surrender, and God will change your life. Okay? That's me and equals world. Verse 2. And the Spirit of God was hovering, hovering, I think, hovering over the face of the waters. Okay? Um, I read again. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. From this verse, I don't want to extract. Um, no, actually, I think this verse is very interesting. Especially the physical part of it, because for me, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. The, the spirit was hovering over the waters, but there was no one here. Like, what was he even doing here, you know? But um, I want to focus on the spiritual part of it. 
I want to see how God um, acts towards his sons, towards his people, okay? And it's always good to recover to uh, old languages. For example, Hebrew, okay? The word hovering in Hebrew means rahaf, okay? To hover, soar, or fly, okay? So um, it's, very, it's a very uncommon word, actually. It only shows up in Genesis and Deuteronomy. Um, Deuteronomy 32, 11, and I would like to invite you to open your Bible with me in Deuteronomy 32, 11, too. I'll open the slide after you guys open it. <laughs> yeah. Deuteronomy 32, 11. As an eagle stirs up its nest, hovers over its young, spreading out its wings, taking them up, carrying them on its wings. As an eagle stirs up his nest, its nest hovers over its young, spreading out his wings, taking them up, carrying them on its wings. So you can see from here, um, you can get a sense of protection, right? Um, how God protects us. He hovers over us, his people, looking after us and protecting us. Uh, we can even, yeah, like that. We can even go to other um, old languages. Syriac, rafaf means to bring forth, to generate, okay, basically create. Ancient Arabic, the idea means to be suspended above something with open wings, okay? So again, you can see um, that it's showing us how God protects us and giving us a sense of, of that, that God is looking over us, right? And I think if you would like to summarize, if you can summarize it in a, in a, in a phrase, it would be a being generating life and protecting his creation, okay? A being generating life. Doesn't that look like God? Isn't that beautiful? God created you and he is protecting you. Last night, I was um, practicing my sermon and I went on a walk through C Street. I don't know if you guys know it. C Street, close to the main street. And I went to the beach and the way back, uh, it was just me walking and then, because it was late, and then this woman just turned the street and started walking, right, on the other side of the street. And then I started thinking, um, how could I, what, what if she came and talked to me? What, how could I tell her about God? And um, she crossed the street, <laughs> and she was like right there on that chair. And you know, it's kind of awkward, you know, because just us and we're walking in silent, and you're kind of like breathing down her neck, you know. <laughs> but, um, and then incredibly she turned around and started talking to me. You know, she started chatting, asked how, 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 how was I and stuff like that. And then we just started, started chatting. I got to know her a little bit. She lived in that area. But it's cool that I was trying to tell her about God, right? But what happened, she told me that the night before that night, last night, so Thursday, the night before she got into a car accident, and her car went to like total loss. I think that's how you say it. She lost her car. So it was probably like a, a bad accident. 
and I got to my house. We, we, were, we were separate our ways. And then she was the one who said, when she told me the story, she was the one who said, yeah, God is very good, you know. She was the one. And when I said goodbye, we went, she said, God bless you. So I think that happened for, for a purpose because the timing of it, I was in the beach, my phone was 1%. Okay, let me go home. In the timing of it, of meeting her, you know, I think it was so I can share this story here today. And uh, it's very interesting. She said she was doing rehab and she was probably doing some worldly things. She was probably in the darkness, but God was looking over her, even in the darkness, right? The same way that God is looking over you. If you feel in the darkness, know that God is hovering like an eagle, protecting you, looking after you. This was the first things that God said in the Bible. And let there be light. God had a plan for you since the beginning. Okay, God wrote your life and where he wanted you to be. But we are so comfortable in the darkness that we don't let his light shine. Do you follow? We're so comfortable in the darkness that we don't let his light shine. When God comes and switches that light on, remember in the example of the room, we're sleeping nice and cozy, and when God comes and turns on that light, how do you feel? Remember how do you feel? How, do, how would you react? Oh, my eyes, and quickly go and run and sh shut it off, right? Don't you think? Why do we shut off God's light? Why do we shut his light off? Because it's not comfortable. Because it means growth, and it means change, okay? Having that light on means change and means growth. But to, but to shine, what do you need? You need energy, right? When you go and charge your phone at night, why do you charge it? So the next day it can shine, isn't that right? The same thing with us. We need God daily. We need God to recharge us with his light daily, right? But what comes with that? Change. Having God daily means you'll grow closer to God. You're growing closer to God means you will change your sinful ways. Okay? Okay? Changing your sinful ways means standing up in the morning. You turn the light on, standing up, and cleaning your room. Okay, it means getting those old boxes that you have that full of useful stuff, unuseful stuff, and throwing it away. It means that dust that's been there for like a year under your bed, it means cleaning that out, throwing it away. Those posters that are on the top of your wall, taking them down and substituting them with the commandments. And trust me, I know it's, it's gonna be uncomfortable. I know that. 
But let me show you how bigger are the blessings than the uncomforts, okay? Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I don't have it. Let me show you how big are the blessings than the uncomforts. Open with me Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Galatians 5, 22, 23. What is that before, Theo? Corinthians. Galatians 5, verse 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, self-control. Okay, against such, there is no law. Look at how much better are the blessings, right? Look at what we can have. And that's all, if you take out the, the material things, that's all we need, really. Look how, how greater are the blessings than just a small uncomfort. Okay? If you feel that you are in darkness today, If you feel that your life is empty and you have a void in you, God is inviting you today to make a decision. A decision to let his light shine in your life. To leave your comfort zone and be the person who God planned you to be. Okay, to let his word be the light to your path. And most importantly, be the light to other people's darkness. Okay, Um, I will sing a song now and with my man, Filippi. And if you feel that you want to make this decision today, Stand and show God that you are ready for it. Make a decision this day and let there be light.